Hello and welcome to the Zero to Finals podcast. My name is Tom and in this episode I'm going to be talking to you about headaches in children. And if you want to follow along with written notes on this topic, you can follow along at zerodefinals.com or in the neurology section of the Zero to Finals pediatrics book. So let's get straight into it. Headaches in children are quite common. The majority are simple tension type headaches that resolve within a short period or with simple measures such as water and paracetamol. There are a number of other causes of headaches, some of which are potentially dangerous. Being able to properly assess headaches in children is an important skill. There are a number of causes of headaches in children and these include tension headaches, migraines, ear, nose and throat infections, analgesic headache, problems with vision, raised intracranial pressure, brain tumours, meningitis, encephalitis and carbon monoxide poisoning. And we're going to talk in more detail about some of the key causes of headaches. Firstly, let's start with tension headaches. Tension headaches are very common. Classically, they produce a mild ache across the forehead and pain or pressure in a band-like pattern around the head. Tension headaches come on and resolve gradually and don't produce visual changes or pulsating sensations. They are typically symmetrical. Symptoms may be very non-specific in younger children. They may become quiet, stop playing, turn pale or become tired. They tend to resolve more quickly in children compared with adults, often within 30 minutes. There are certain triggers for tension headaches in children. And these may be stress, fear or discomfort, skipping meals, dehydration or infection. Management of tension headaches is with reassurance, analgesia, regular meals, avoiding dehydration and reducing stress. Next let's talk about migraines. Migraines are a complex neurological condition that cause headache and other associated symptoms. They occur in attacks that often follow a typical pattern. And there are several types of migraines. Migraines without aura, migraines with aura, silent migraine, which is a migraine with aura but without a headache, hemiplegic migraine, and abdominal migraine. The pathophysiology of migraine has been studied for decades. Various mechanisms and theories have been developed. There's no single explanation for why migraines occur and it may be a combination of structural, functional, chemical, vascular and inflammatory factors. Migraines present differently to tension headaches. Symptoms tend to be unilateral, more severe than a tension headache, throbbing in nature and take longer to resolve. Migraines are often associated with visual aura, photophobia and phonophobia which is an aversion to light and sound, nausea and vomiting, and abdominal pain. Management of migraines in children is with rest, fluids, and a low-stimulus environment, paracetamol, ibuprofen, sumatriptan, and antiemetics such as domperidone, unless they're contraindicated. Where the migraines are having a significant impact on life, for example if the child is having frequent attacks or missing school, Prophylactic treatment can be tried to reduce the frequency and severity of the migraines, and this is usually guided by a specialist. The options for migraine prophylaxis are propanolol, which importantly needs to be avoided in asthma, 
pisotifen, which often causes drowsiness, and to pyramate. However, girls with childbearing potential need highly effective contraception as to pyramate is very teratogenic. Children are also more likely than adults to suffer with a condition called abdominal migraine. This may occur in young children before they develop traditional migraines with headaches as they get older. Abdominal migraines present with episodes of central abdominal pain lasting more than one hour and examination will be normal. There may be associated nausea and vomiting, anorexia, headache and pallor. A quick Tom tip, when a patient presents with possible migraines, ask about recurrent central abdominal pain as a child. They may have a history of abdominal migraine that started before the headaches. Finally, let's talk about infections causing headaches. Infections can cause headaches in children. In a child with a new headache, always check for symptoms and signs of an upper respiratory tract infection, otitis media, sinusitis and tonsillitis. The headache should resolve along with the infection. Paracetamol and ibuprofen can be helpful for symptomatic relief. Sinusitis causes a headache associated with inflammation in the ethmoidal, maxillary, frontal or sphenoidal sinuses. This usually produces facial pain behind the nose, the forehead and the eyes. There is often tenderness over the affected sinus which helps to establish a diagnosis. Sinusitis usually resolves within two to three weeks and most sinusitis is caused by viral infections as opposed to bacterial. So thanks for listening to this episode on headaches in children. A big thank you to Harry Watchman for perfectly editing this podcast. If you found the podcast helpful and you want written notes on this topic and all the topics, head over to Amazon and pick up a copy of the Zero to Finals Pediatrics book. You can also find full audiobook versions of the Zero to Finals books on Audible, which are available to download so you can take all the topics with you, or you can listen from cover to cover. You can also find notes, videos, illustrations and questions completely free on the Zero to Finals website at zerodefinals.com. And I hope you tune in for the next episode where we'll go through cerebral palsy.